Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Wednesday the 8th of December. Today, Jake Paul's next step to boxing stardom takes a slight detour. The NRL now has their own COVID pariah, and all signs point to Novak Djokovic making an appearance at a little tournament called the Australian Open. But first... All right, enough talking, no more speculation. Let's forget about who's going to host the fifth test because today the Ashes gets underway. It begins! The first test will start today at the Gabba, but one of the series' biggest names will be missing. England has dropped a bombshell on the eve of the Ashes with veteran bowler Jimmy Anderson ruled out of the first test. England's greatest ever wicket-taker James Anderson will not play in the first test today despite being fit and ready to go, with the tourists instead opting to ensure that their eldest statesman of swing is ready to roll for the second test in Adelaide. You're going to help us, Mr Anderson, whether you want to or not. And the numbers would suggest it's not the worst decision. In four test matches at the Brisbane venue, Anderson has only taken a meagre seven wickets, well below his prolific average. But, Anderson aside, the Ashes begin today. 10am Queensland time, 11am Victoria, New South Wales and Tassie time, 10.30 in Adelaide and 8am in the West, which still gives you all plenty of time to go and sign up to KO so you can catch all the action of the five test series. Novak Djokovic is proving to be quite the anti-vaxxing thorn in the Victorian government's side. Exploiting every loophole, dodging every obstacle, they're penetrating the bureaucracy! Yesterday, two things happened that would suggest that men's world number one Djokovic will not only be playing in next month's Australian Open, but he could also do it without having to disclose his vaccination status. I'll never Firstly, Djokovic was named as part of Team Serbia for the ATP Cup, which is being played early January in Sydney. Now, if Djokovic is unvaccinated, he'll need to arrive in Sydney by December 16th so he can undergo the necessary 14-day quarantine period for unvaccinated arrivals before the tournament starts on January 1st. So, we know he's going to be in the country. He's here. I smell him. Following Djokovic's selection for the Sydney event, a Tennis Australia spokesperson reinforced yesterday that all players competing in the Australian Open will need to show proof of vaccination unless they have a valid medical exemption. (laughs) So theoretically, Djokovic could arrive in Sydney, quarantine, play the ATP Cup, which doesn't require vaccination to participate, roll on down to Melbourne with a medical exemption, capture a record-breaking 21st Grand Slam victory and disappear without ever having to confirm or deny his vaccination status. And like that... And if I were a proper sports journal, I'd be camping out at Sydney Airport, waiting for Djokovic to arrive. But I'm not, so I'll wait to see someone else doorstop Novak when he lands. Who let the dogs out? Who let the dogs out? Well, technically, this dog let himself out. The ball has been put down by Asiata. He reckons he's got it for sure. Well, he could be a fibber. He might not be a fibber, but he clearly isn't a jabber. Like the AFL with Carlton defender Liam Jones, the NRL now has its own COVID poster boy after Bulldogs forward John Asiata and the club parted ways by mutual consent yesterday. Last month, Asiata told the club he'd rather walk away from football and work on a construction site than get the COVID vaccine. What do you do? I'm in construction. 
While the NRL hasn't implemented a no-jab-no-play policy like the AFLs that saw Jones retire from the sport, the decision on how to handle players who choose not to get vaccinated has been left up to the clubs themselves. While the Dogs have opted to part ways with Asiata, who was only on a 12-month contract for next season, how the Melbourne Storm decide to manage star forward Nelson Asafa Solomona could be revealed very soon, with Big Nelson due to return to training today. The crazy career of YouTuber turned boxer Jake Paul just took another interesting twist. On Sunday, December the 19th, live on main event television, we're going to see Jake Paul in action again, but not against the opponent that we thought. Paul was due to fight Tommy Fury, the brother of the heavyweight champion of the world, Tyson Fury, on December 18th. But Fury has pulled out of the fight, citing a chest infection and a broken rib. I think the pressure got to this kid, you know. He's only been put in there against people who were meant to lose, who have losing records. And so when you're going up against me, it's scary fighting me on the biggest stage possible. He's a young kid. He hasn't been through a lot. He's had a silver spoon in his mouth his whole life. So I think the pressure got to him and cracked him. And he has vaginitis, what they're saying. I really hope that after boxing, Jake doesn't try his hand at medicine. Instead of Fury, Paul will now have a rematch with former UFC welterweight champion Tyrone Woodley, who he beat via split decision in August this year. And it's a fight he clearly sees as a bigger challenge than Fury. Tommy is a spoon-fed model, you know, who gels his hair way too much and has never been in there with somebody tough or passed four rounds. So the Woodley fight is way harder. As for Tommy Fury and his heavyweight champion brother Tyson, Jake has a message. Tyson, I just want to let you know that you're a so is your brother. This is an embarrassment and uh, hopefully you guys can get that vaginitis healed up super quick. And that is your fast fun hit of sport for Wednesday the 8th of December. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you tomorrow on The Scorecard. Listener.